The views and opinions expressed in the following program are those of Koal Investment Group and its staff. Koal Investment Group is a registered investment advisor. Call 262-522-4040. Welcome to the Retirement Clinic with your host, Jeff Kowal from the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialists. And welcome to the Retirement Clinic. We are live every Saturday morning at 10 o'clock with Jeff Kowal on WISN in Milwaukee and also in Madison on WIBA. I believe that's 1310 AM. I think you're right. I think I'm, I'm right. <laughs> Jeff, how are you today? I'm well. How are you, Paul? Good morning. I am doing fantastic. You know, we're here to answer questions. We are live today, of course, and phone lines are always open for retirement questions. So much under that re- retirement umbrella, so many questions that you might have about your 401k plan. You might have a question about taxes, Social Security, the Roth comes up all the time. Whatever your question is about retirement, uh, the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line is open. You can call 414-799-1130 with offices, the world headquarters in Waukesha, uh-huh. Port Washington, Phoenix, Arizona. Your latest edition has been in Racine, right. and that's really nice off the freeway. Yes, it's exciting to be down there. Highway uh, 20 it is. Yes, and we bought a building there right next to a car dealership. Uh, in the process of remodeling it, just a great location, uh, great clients in that area, all the south side uh, locations. We have people coming up from Illinois to that location as well, so it's a lot of fun. So, Jeff, on the show, we have a lot of features that we'll get to. In the second half of the show, we do the sexy segment, Wealth Management and Preservation. Uh, we have Aaron Kowal coming up with the Boss Minute for Business Owners, Savings, and Security. So you work with at the Kowal Investment Group. Individuals. Uh, and the retirement plans, but also businesses have retirement plans. Absolutely. Um, and this is a, a critical time when businesses are not only trying to survive, um, but also try to, to uh, de- determine what they're going to do with their finances, how, how long are they going to stay in business. Uh, we've got a friend of mine, Tim Bullard, coming on next week from Lakes Business Group to talk about selling your business and then converting that money uh, into a lifelong income. So we're, we're talking about what what's the process of selling your business. You'll like this guy, too, because... Uh, he, he worked with Trump oh, <laughs> in New York. Is that right? Yeah, he's an interesting guy, but he'll be on next week. But yeah, we work with businesses all the time. Uh, again, trying to make sure that, that they're ready for retirement, whether it's the value of your business that's important to you, and that's going to be the one that's, that's going to fund your retirement, or if you have retirement plans in addition to that, which we think is a smarter way to go. So back to your guest. Now you got me curious. He worked with Trump. That's, he's, that's next week, Paul. We'll is, talk about next he, week. He's on next weekend. Yeah. Okay, yeah. good. Because he, <laughs> one of the things that you wanted to touch on is a a lot of investors, it's ele- it's an election year, Jeff. We're about a month away from this historic 2020 presidential election. It can freak investors out. That's right. And I want to talk about that specifically. We're going to start with that. We want to talk about the policies, which one, which uh, candidate is doing what with regard to policy. And then the sexy segment today is going to be really good because the number one question we're getting is, what should we do with the election coming up? How should we handle our finances? How mm-hmm. should we handle our retirement plans? Uh, everybody's asking that. We did a webinar on it, and I want to address some of those things throughout the show today about why people are freaking out, what do you do about it, what are the issues, and how do you address it? How do you handle it for yourself? Next week, Tuesday, the debate still on, as far as we know. That's going to be uh that's going to be better than watching a football game. As far as we know, isn't that the truth? You still got to wonder whether it's actually going to happen. I, I, I'm I'm 60-40 on it happening. I, I just think something's going to come up where 
Biden backs out. That's just my opinion. Um, maybe a little grassy knoll, but uh, a lot of theories yeah. are being pandered about. But it's it's on. It's their first debate, and it's it's. I'm looking forward to that, Jeff. Uh, by the way, just a little background on the Kowal Investment Group. Jeff and his staff, extremely talented people that you hear market updates Monday through Friday. On WISN, Jeff, you guys do those twice a day. That's right, uh, 305 and 505 on WISN in Milwaukee. Uh, right, actually, 3 o'clock news block and 5 o'clock news block. In the Which Mark is Belling usually show. 530 now. Right, yes. Mark does go till about 630 every yep. day. Um, so tune in for those. We have a great team of people that, are, that do those reports on a daily basis. We try to end on WIBA in Madison at 455. Uh, we do business reports there. Vicky uh, McKenna, McKenna, McKenna Show. Absolutely. So we try to give you an idea of what's going on in the market that, that day. What's driving your uh, retirement investment portfolios up or down? Is it a government report? Is it coral? A virus report, a vaccine, is it earnings? What's going on? What's driving the market that particular day? We wrap it up with the Dow, the S and P 500, and tech heavy Nasdaq every day. Three o'clock and five o'clock news blocks on WISN, four fifty five on WIBA in Madison. Yeah, you mentioned. Uh, you know, are you one of those guys? Or, or ladies listening right now that checks their 401k balance every day with the volatility in today's market and the big swings, Jeff, some people are a little bit more, uh, a little bit more anxiety than other investors. One of your topics, I want to start this out, Jeff, you want to talk about the election year jitters. It just, I think it's natural in any election year. You've been around long enough and I don't want to oh, date yeah. you, but you, you're, you're well experienced that you've seen this. This year is different. This year seems a little bit more volatile with all you, the protests and riots. Yeah, and you think COVID. that it is, but it's kind of interesting because in, in preparation for this, I went back and did research on the stock market gains or losses uh, back to 1928, the elections, every four years. It's pretty interesting what happens during those election times. But I think I want to start with saying, Oh, I don't know if you want to give phone numbers, Paul. Did I? Let me, let me do that right now. I should <laughs> mention the phone number, 799-1130. Uh, we've got lines open for any retirement question. Uh, your future, your plan. Is it your 401k? Do you have the jitters? Are you worried? Um, the worst thing you can possibly do is probably panic and get out of the market, Jeff. And I, I think you'll touch on that and explain why. But that number again, 799-1130, the Accident Mortgage Talk and Text Line. Please use it and call the retirement clinic. Okay, I'm going to go into more detail about what you just said, Paul, because there because there is a reason for you to stay in, and I'm going to talk about that. But you want to do it cautiously. But really, the, the number one question I get in the office is, what should we do about the election? Should we do anything? And it's, uh, you know, it's less than a month and a half away uh, uh, from the election is that, uh, less than a half a month away, month and a half away. Um, it's going to be decided on November 3rd, we think. And we were just talking about this. It could uh, There could be a disputed election. That is the thing that freaks out the the uh, uh, investors the most because not you know you can adjust to uh, positions held by Joe Biden or second term for President Trump. What is harder to to um, adjust to is the uncertainty about when it'll be uh, decided. With the mail-in ballots, it may take longer, and I think President Trump is right in saying you know, you got to watch out for that stuff. Uh, and is that going to cause a lot of anxiety to, to investors in the market? I think it will. It could be disruptive. But it's, it's, I think it's natural going into this. You had mentioned something, Paul, about, um, you know, should you be, you know, uh, how should you handle your investments? And there's a, a Market Watch um, article just a couple of days ago. Uh, 
it says, uh, uh, here's how stocks typically perform in October and why you may want to buckle up. Combination of October's volatility and average gain can work to your benefit. The article basically says, and I won't go into a lot of detail, but out of all the months, this is the best month out of the year, October is. But it also is the one with the highest volatility. So if you think that you know, I'm going to play it safe and get out of the market, that may be a way, a way to go. But it says, on average, a Dow Jones Industrial Average since 1896 has averaged 1.43% during that month, far higher than the all-month average of 1.09%. So about 1.4% compared to about 1.1%. The month of October. The month of October. Which starts this week, Thursday, October 1st. Yes. And so you, you say, well, wait a second. Two of the worst stock market times in history were in 1987 and 1929, and that happened in October. Even with that, October is still the best month. So you have to think about, is this an opportunity in October because of the volatility, or do I bail in October? Is it have anything to do? Now, the presidential election is only every four years, but what about election year? Are Octobers different in election years? I think it's it's. Uh, is it different in election years? You asked about 12 questions with that one question. <laughs> How is that possible? It's not, it's not an easy yes or no answer. Um, October I, typically... Here's my, my feeling I'm getting from what you're saying. The election really doesn't change much, even though we may think it doesn't talk about it a lot. Does it really sway the markets? I, I, it does sway the markets in terms of volatility, and I think that's the biggest thing. Uh, uh, investors will adjust to policies by either side. Um, and if, if I get a chance, I'm going to go into it later. Forbes had a really good article that talked about um, how even when uh, President Obama had, had the, the House and the Senate, when he took office in 2009, he didn't get to raise taxes until 2013. He had so much pushback from his own party. Sure. Um, I'm not sure he would get that now. but uh, And I'm not sure, sure President— Well, that was so long ago. So he had the House, Senate, and the White House. Yes, it wasn't until 2013 that he was able to get uh, tax increases. Now I jammed through Obamacare earlier than that, but uh, anyway, that's the. But those are types of things that create a lot of volatility. But I think it's a combination of things. There's there's kind of a lull in summer with traders are off. Everybody's taking vacations. Nobody's focusing on that. Starting in September, really Labor Day, there's more focus on that. Everybody's back at work, and I think there is uh, some. Uh, positioning for the elections as well. And I think that's a key part of it. Um, but you have to think what's going to happen. Uh, in addition to the, the questions about the the election, this one seems to loom a little bit larger, Paul, kind of what you were alluding to, because there's a lack of additional stimulus for those uh, Americans that are out of work, hardest hit by the coronavirus, um, a lack of clarity on the uh, uh, for what the Federal Reserve is going to do, if anything, and just some things that aren't there still not settled. Uh, but there are elevated levels of volatility. Um, if you remember that uh, that the election between uh, uh, Gore and Bush was not decided until mid-December of that year. The swinging and hanging shad election, I remember it yep. well. Every night, seemingly, when I would, I would leave the radio station after doing Mark Belling's show, and the news changed by the time I got home in Cedarburg. Every day it changed. Remember that? Yep. Rulings and, and, and oh my goodness, it was back and forth. And then finally, obviously, Bush was determined to be president. You got to wonder what's going to happen November 3rd if we wake up on the 4th and it's, wait a minute. It's still not decided. And that's where that's the, what I'm so saying. So you had a lot of volatility 
even during that night that, that President Trump was elected, you had the futures, the Dow futures dropped by 500 points. At the end of the day, it was actually up 1% for the day when they realized this guy is really going to be president. He's going to win. And then, boy, it took off, right? We had one heck of a bull run yeah. until COVID hit. Yes. Then we took a big hit. But now, Jeff, we're slowly climbing back up. Yes, you have days that are down, but then other days are way up. Absolutely. It's more more... It was a, a quick climb back up, so it's more of a V-shaped recovery. But after the break, I want to talk about what the difference in their policies are, uh, talk a little bit about that. Go to that Forbes article that talks about historically what happens during election. Again, during the sexy segment, we'll talk about what do you do, how does it apply to your situation. So what you, you want to talk about Trump's policies and Biden's policies, Correct. right? We haven't seen the debate yet. Like I said, it's scheduled for Tuesday. I honestly think this is one of the first presidential elections, and maybe because it's Trump and maybe because it's COVID and everything else going on in the news, I haven't heard much about Biden's policies. You you won't. Yeah, you, yeah <laughs> there, Here's his policy. Yeah. Trump is bad. That's right. And that's what I think is going to happen in a debate. Orange that's man why I have, bad. I have low expectations for this debate because I think he's going to have three or four things that he's going to say. He's going to say, this is what he believes. And I think that this is, he's going to keep getting back to the fact he's trying to get, of course, by having me state my policy. Let's talk about how bad he is. And I don't think that I think he, that's his strategy. Yeah, I think that's what it's going to be. Well, we'll find out uh, Tuesday that we'll have three or four canned responses that he'll come back with every time. I think time. that's what it's going to be. And, yep. you know, Trump. Trump is going to just start firing away. But I think people, there are people that are just going to hear the three or four things. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because he's going to keep on repeating it, repeating it. And repeating his commercials it. thus far has been that. Yeah. Just pointing out Trump has not handled COVID well. Trump is bad. Okay, but what's your policy? Well, we'll find out, right? Uh, that's a good segment, Jeff, because that, of course, dictates uh, how Wall Street feels. And how does it, re- it applies to your investment and retirement plans? Uh, that's the election. The policies are, are what's going to apply to your investment portfolios and the retirement so plans. You're going to talk about that next. Yeah. How the policies for each candidate and historically have affected, obviously, Wall Street, your retirement plan. Uh, this is the Retirement Clinic with Jeff Kowal from the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialist, Milwaukee Biz Times Future 50, named to the Financial Times Top 400 Advisors 2020 list, also part of the Barron's Top Financial Advisor list 2020, going all the way back every year to 2014. Jeff's website, thekowalway.com, K-O-W-A-L, thekowalway.com. And if you got questions for us right now on the Retirement Clinic, the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line, it's open for you at 414-799-1130. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Retirement Clinic on WISN. I'm Aaron Kowal with the Boss Minute, business owners' savings and security. It's about owning your retirement, not just your business. Many business owners either don't have any life insurance or don't have enough to fund a buyout or pay estate taxes. There's a need to protect the business owner's family in the event of the death of the business owner without having to liquidate the business to pay for estate taxes. If there is no insurance on the life of the business owner and estate taxes are due, the business may need to be liquidated, possibly for below full value, leaving the family with less than what they expected. Also, if a partner in the business passes away, the other partners may have to find a way to buy out the late partner's family. A lot of times it's just education. Business owners are concentrating on their business and don't know that they have a problem. 
Honestly, procrastination is an issue too. There are so many business issues to address that making sure they have the right insurance gets put on the back burner all too often. There are solutions to this. A buy-sell agreement funded with life insurance can address buyout issues with family members or partners. But it's not that easy. You need to work with someone who specializes in retirement and can get the right valuation for the business. A complete plan needs to be designed for your specific situation. And then we need to go out and find the right insurance company with the right solution to meet your specific business needs. If the need turns out that you have to protect the business against the state taxes, then the planning process will determine how much insurance needs to be in place to pay those taxes without liquidating the business. While those issues are complex, it can be addressed. If you have a business but don't have any insurance, talk to someone who specializes in business owner issues and get the ball rolling. While you have a nice business now and for the rest of your life, your family might suffer for it if you do not take action and address it. They may owe Uncle Sam a boatload of money that they won't be prepared to pay, and they may not receive a fair share of equity from your partners or successors. Today's Boss Minute with Aaron Kowal, a weekly feature on the Retirement Clinic. Jeff, we call it the Boss Minute. That's an acronym for Business Owner Savings and Security. And it's really important what he said, and it applies in your personal life as well as your business life. If it's that important to you, reduce it to writing so that everybody knows what's going on. You can reduce taxes. You can reduce anxiety. You can maintain relationships within the family. There's all kinds of reasons to reduce it to writing. Sometimes it's difficult. We work a lot with blended families. And it's hard to, at times, to reduce that to writing, but at least you have to have that conversation. And the conversation we're talking about now, Paul, is with regard to the election. The number one question we're getting is, what should we do about the election? What should we do with our our portfolio? The yeah, first not section, like who should we vote for. They're not asking correct. you that. Right. <laughs> right. Well, maybe <laughs> if they do, I have an opinion. <laughs> Nonetheless, but you know, but they're freaking out. And they're saying, you know, first of all, why is it? Why is that going on? We went through some of that. Now we're going to talk about some of the policies, and then in the sexy segment, we'll give answers as to what you should be doing as a result of that. But the uh, and I, I, I deliberately pulled this article from from uh, USA Today because they are not going to be unbiased. So I'm not going to read the. They're uh, not? The, you know that for sure? Oh, Paul, really? <laughs> um, so just, anyway, Trump, Biden, differ on economy. Uh, and I won't read the comments about because they're, they're, they're in my opinion, uh, slanted. At any rate, uh, Trump promised more cuts to taxes and regulations, and he dangled the prospect of additional tariffs against China. He says, we'll go right after China. We will not rely on them one bit. We're taking our business out of China. We're bringing it home. We want our businesses to come home. Uh, he'll continue to reduce taxes and regulations. Biden vowed to raise taxes on the wealthy and corporations and use the money to spend trillions to upgrade the nation's infrastructure and shift to a clean energy future, make housing and child care more affordable, and improve education. Um, and the article goes on to say that, that that's about $3.4 trillion with just the things that he said, that the cost of those things are going to be Well, bad. if they start talking about um, the New Green Deal, you're getting into kind of Looneyville. Yeah, they, and it's, it's interesting. They didn't even bring that up in this article, oddly enough. AOC's idea, obviously. Yep. They have really shied away from that. But watch out, Jeff, if Biden and, does win. And guard start, your, wa- guard and your wallet. You got Absolutely. it, because that's when they're going to start pushing it in. Remember how Clinton ran as a, as a kind of move to the middle. He wins. 
that when you get in office, you can do yep. all kinds of crazy stuff. Yep. Just something to think about. Yeah. Well, and, you know, we're on the, right, we're on the same side with that. I like lower taxes, lower regulation, less regulation. Uh, I like freedom. I like the fact that we're energy independent right now. Uh, I was listening to some things from a while back where they were, for years they had been talking about us being energy independent for Decades they've been talking about. Well, that we have nobody the resources. Did anything about it. Yeah, and finally fracking started happening, and then they did it. Yeah, it was, and it was somebody who was in favor of us drilling for oil and being number one in the world instead of relying on the Arab countries. Uh, but in taxes, Trump in his speech said, I'll cut taxes even, even further for hardworking moms and dads. I will not raise taxes. I will cut them and very substantially. Also wants to do reducing taxes for middle class and on capital gains. Uh, uh, Biden says his administration would raise taxes and eliminate loopholes for individuals earning more than $400,000. So he's, um, he would raise taxes, but then he'd eliminate loopholes for 400000 So it's it, it almost says he'll raise taxes on everybody, but uh, eliminate loopholes for those over $400,000. Also, with tax capital gains and dividend income at ordinary rates for incomes above a million dollars and increase the corporate tax rate from 21% to 28%. There we go again. You're, you're driving companies out of the country because of dramatic, all, those, all that money came back to the U.S. Net new spending. Uh, Trump, his administration would launch space warfare br branch known as Space Force. Uh, he says he'll build the greatest infrastructure system, fully fund police and law enforcement, and partner with other countries to clean up oceans. Biden, he plans to upgrade the nation's roads, bridges, and highways, build a clean energy economy, oops, invest in research and develop to bolster manufacturing, ensure the government and contractors buy American products, provide tuition-free community college, ensure access to affordable child care and universal preschool and provide aid for Americans to buy or rent homes. So Biden does have some policies. He says they say he has some policies. All of them looks like it's it's a lot of additional spending. Trump, too. Space Force is not going to be cheap to do that um, and fully fund the police. Trade, Trump. Uh, he recently threatened uh, tariffs on companies that don't move jobs back to the U.S. from overseas, says he would not grant federal contracts to firms that outsource to China and bring back a million jobs back from China. And he said that he'll hold China responsible for for uh, creating the virus and spreading it. Um, let's see. Uh, uh, under, phase, under Trump's phase one trade deal that suspended uh, chair, uh, tariffs to, on China imports, China agreed to expand purchases of U.S. goods by $220 billion in 2020 and 2021. Biden, the Democratic candidate, has talked tough on China. His website says says he'll take aggressive enforcement actions against a country's dumping of products in the U.S. below cost. But Biden says he'd rather rally U.S. allies to confront China rather than take on the country by himself. So, so in, in terms of trade, Trump says he'll go right after China. Yep. And he has. And he China. has. Yep. I mean, we've seen it. Regulations. Here's another one. And again, what does this all have to do with your investments and your uh, retirement planning? It has everything to do with it. If, if, uh, if we're outsourcing jobs to China, if we're um, uh, higher taxes for you, how is that going to affect? You know, companies are going to have to adjust because they're gonna, it's going to cost them more to do business. How are companies going to have to do uh, what are companies going to have to do, and how does that affect your portfolio? 
Um, so again, more regu uh, regulations. Trump, the president, says he'll continue to aggressively cut regulations. He initially promised to scrap two rules for each one. I think he's like at 18 or 20 to one. By the, the way, it's worked. The, it has day worked. one he got in the yep. Oval Office, he was deregulating. All of these regulations that are these companies that can't do anything, finally it started yep. to work. And this is what, C, what uh, uh, USA Today says Biden's position is. The candidate says he'll roll back much of Trump's cuts, especially environmental rules for the energy industry, and he looks to combat climate change with his clean energy plan. Um, so that no more airplanes, yeah, ramp up regulations as opposed to cut them. Minimum wage is the last article, last issue that they addressed. In the past, uh, Trump said he's considering whether to support a Democratic proposal, but Trump has not backed the idea, uh, which is vigorously opposed by Republican lawmakers. And Biden says the candidate supports fifteen dollars an hour. Uh, so those, those are just some of the issues that they're talking about. Uh, one other article I wanted to address before we have to go to another break, Paul. Yep, we got time. Okay. Um, Forbes article. So those are the different positions. Again, uh, uh, it affects your retirement investment planning because how these the, the different politicians uh, view different issues is going to affect your retirement investment plans and, and the profitability of those. This is a Forbes article that says, here's how the stock market has performed before, during, and after presidential elections. So it's a fairly lengthy article, but a couple of the key takeaways here are, uh, um, uh, Yogi Berra had the greatest saying of all, where he says, it's tough to make predictions, especially about the future. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. And that's pretty those are, much. Those are the tough ones, Jeff. Yeah, yeah the future projections. Uh -huh. The past ones, those are kind of easy. But any, any to read. History is a helpful guide. You Doesn't don't have stop a us from ball. making that's them, That's right. Yeah. But uh, it says buckle up. Prepare for increased volatility. Historically, volatility of stock market is elevated in the months leading up to an election. This is logical as markets hate uncertainty. For investors, it's important to step back put personal feelings aside and, and politics aside and objectively assess the situation. Uh, beware about uh, bold predictions. Um, you know, the, the predictions turn out to be wrong in 2016. Um, and, uh, President Trump won and the stock market returns uh, have been great. Numerous results predicting an instant recession, markets tanking, stocks sinking, all public before November 8th, were all, of course, wrong. Everything that they said about the, uh, the so Trump... So predictions. Yep, they all turned out to be wrong. Also, stock market is not the economy. In the last 100 years... Oh, I'm going to go on to a different part of this. Stock market performance during an election. No surprise, markets perform better during a year when an incumbent president is elected compared to a new administration. Again, the markets hate uncertainty. Again, this is a Forbes article, a fairly lengthy article. Um, managing your finances can be challenging if you're not working with a financial advisor. This is a Forbes article, especially amidst a pandemic, recession, and presidential election. Few key things. The headlines are designed to grab your attention. And that's the point. Uh, they, you know, it's it's the shiny object, and that's why we at Coal Investment Group we look at probably three to five uh, analysts that have been correct over the last fifteen years, at least. Some even longer than that, um, because the ones that are they're telling you the market's going to go up, the market's going to go down, whatever they're talking about doing, um, 
they're just doing it because they're trying to sell newsletters or get their face on uh, oh, yeah, CNBC Jay, or uh, something Kramer, else. all those guys. Yes. It's entertainment yes. more than anything else. Yes. All the screaming and all that. And they can shout all they want. The fact is they don't have a crystal ball. Yeah, that's right. This is great. It says, for the news media, presidential elections are like the Super Bowl that's only played every four years. So they have to scream. They have to get the headlines as much as they can. Next, focus on what you can control, stressing about what might happen under different permutations and combinations of the election. You know, who's going to be president, who's going to have the Senate, who's going to have the House. Uh, you can't control that. So do what you can. Uh, next, zoom out a bit. This is, I thought, the best example. And, and Paul, I don't know if I can show, even show it to you, but um, eh, I think I have it. But if you zoom out on, on uh, what's happened... The stock market has gone up, down, up, down under all presidents, but over time, the trajectory has been positive. The, uh, the, the stocks have gone up since 1928. They've gone up. Now, they may be big, big uh, surges, sure. big drops, but over time. So getting too hung up on the what-ifs over the next four years moving means losing sight of the big picture. Uh, that. You know, you talked about the election year, whether, you know, why people freak out during election years. Now you just talked about the policies for Biden and for Trump. Coming up next, Jeff, so what do we do? That's our sexy segment. Yes. So actually, what do we do as we sit here at the start of October with a month to go till the election? Uh, with Jeff Kowal, this is the Retirement Clinic. It's on News Talk 1130, WISN, and WIBA Madison. You can reach out to the Kowal Investment Group by going to their website, the Kowal Way. Dot com or good old phone 262-522-4040 262-522-4040 we'll be right back Sexy music. It's time. Now, the sexy segment has a theme as your whole show as today on the Retirement Clinic with Jeff Kowal from the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialist. It's an election year. Jeff talked about the policies for each candidate, how it affects your retirement plan. In this segment, specifically, each week we talk about wealth management and preservation. Now you're going to talk about, what? Do we, okay, all of this being said, what do we do? That's right. This show is for everybody. This particular segment is for those with a million dollars or more. Uh, a lot of times when you've spent a lifetime building up these assets, now you've reached a point where you have to preserve it, grow it, take income from it, and pass it on to your heirs. That's what this segment is about. And what I wanted to do now is say, what do you do about it? Now, now that you know the issues for the different uh, candidates or some of the issues, you know that there's going to be a lot of volatility. October itself is a very volatile month. Now what do you do? I mentioned in the last segment that there are a couple of analysts that we follow pretty closely. Bob Dahl from Nuveen. Uh, Jeffrey South from uh, Raymond James was used to be with Raymond James with somebody else now on his own now. Uh, the third one is Brian Westbury with First Trust, great analyst, great economist, um, and he says a couple of things here. Uh, based on economic reports, the third quarter is going to be great, uh, but the full recovery is still years away, multiple years away. 
Uh, he said we're not going to get back to a full recovery. If you define that as where the unemployment rate is at 4% or below, we'll probably have to wait until 2023. But some investors might be concerned about tax and regulatory increases in 2021. It appears increasingly likely that any tax increases would not kick in until at least 2022 or maybe 2023. If Joe Biden wins the presidency and Democrats take the U.S. Senate, it will likely be a very narrow majority. In that instance, we would imagine at least several Democrats balking at immediately imposing tax hikes. This is his opinion. Remember, when President Obama took office in 2009, the Democrats had 59 seats in the U.S. Senate. Taxes didn't go up until 2013. That was because Democrats were hesitant to hike taxes when unemployment was high and the economy was slowly recovering from the financial panic of 2008 to 2009. So even if Biden gets in, he's not most likely not going to be able to push everything through right away. In addition, President Biden would likely face a federal judiciary that would more strictly limit federal regulations and issue rules that stick to the laws passed by Congress mm-hmm. and don't go beyond. That's a big question, too, is are the Republicans going to retain uh, the Senate and hold those seats, Jeff. Right. Um, I know everybody talks about Biden wins. Oh, it's horrible. I'm talking about Republicans and a lot of our right. talk shows right. on WISN. But there is a system of checks and balances. Who thinks he would serve more than one term? There's no way. Biden? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. mean, just look at him. Yeah. But if you look at the executive orders and that the, the the Supreme Court is more likely to say, no, you can't dump that on regulators. You can't make up stuff um, as you go along. This is what Congress says. Congress has the authority to make rules. Supreme Court is likely to say you can't do those types of things. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a thing that would potentially be in our favor. And Again. by the way, today, 4 p.m., Trump's announcement on his uh, nominee for the Supreme, Supreme Court. Court pick, yeah. Um, that'll be interesting, and we would hope that we would have a, a solid conservative majority. Anyway, the, just some of the things I want to make sure that we say that that when you when you look at what do you do with your situation, now now rubber meets the road. What do you do? First of all, don't panic. Um, if you you don't have to dump completely out of it. Likewise, you don't put it all on red and go all in, thinking that one guy or other is gonna gonna win. So don't panic. Check with your advisor. If you know if they're anything like us, what we did, and you can always call us at the Cowal Investment Group. I doubt that anybody does what we do. I mean, nobody does. Well, so, your uh, niche is ju- you focus on retirement. But and, we manage almost a billion dollars of assets yeah. as well. So we have to make decisions for the investments for our clients. Um, and what we did, is we felt that it was that the markets earlier this year went down too far too fast that we didn't want to sell our clients' wealth at a discount. So what we did was when the market started to recover, when the Dow was around 20 to 22, 21,000, right in that range, we rebounced. So, Paul, if you had 70% in stocks and it dropped down to 65% because of the uh, COVID and the uh, and the drop of the market, we rebounced you back up to 70%. Sure. Wow, markets recovered. What we're doing now, what we have done is we rebounced back down. If you were uh, went up to 75% because the market's recovered, now we're rebalancing back down to 70%. So we're actively uh, managing your assets. So if you have not done that. Oh, yeah. And how many people just looking at a 401k plan, Jeff, just kind of set it and forget it? And that's one. Th- that's a term you hear. Yep. Uh, that's what you're saying. You don't do. You don't, you don't just do set it. it and forget it. And, you must change. We don't do that for the benefit of our clients. We actively manage that. And we took 
proactive steps when the market went down and when the market was recovered. Uh, we did that. In any event, modify your situation. So first is don't panic. Two, check with your advisor or, or call us. We'd be happy to help you. Three is you know be actively involved with it and actively manage it. Fourth, modify further if you're still worried about it. Even though we said earlier October is the best month out of the year historically, that doesn't always. Um, it's not always true, but allocate to suit your risk tolerance. And last, don't pull out. If Trump wins, uh, lower taxes. Uh, he'll fulfill his promises. With Biden, it'll chances are be a narrow victory, no big changes, um, and just be patient because companies still want to make money. You don't know. There might still be a vaccine before the election. That could change. A lot of stuff could change. That's why you don't want to put all your money on red, and you don't want to pull all your chips off I, the table I, either. I, I like when I play roulette, I put everything on red. <laughs> Jeff, that's a game. That's yeah. fun. Your retirement account, thats you're not playing games there. That's real money. Yes. But that's why you don't want to pick big bets in either direction. But taking it all off and missing out some of the games potentially or putting it all in in case there's there's going to be a, a, a drop in the market. We did see now when COVID hit, when the market went down, whatever it was, Jeff, some people did panic and get out. Yeah. Well, they made a yes. mistake. Because uh, it's, yeah. it's hard to be right twice. You panic and get out, but then when's the right time to get back in? Now you're t now you're playing games and timing that's in the market. That's exactly right. And unless you're an active day trader, that's it's hard to do. Well, we also mentioned earlier, Paul, is that when you're retiring, and you invest in planning, it's a long time horizon. It's not just two months, two years, or four years of the next. It's, a, it's generally a longer time horizon. Could be 20, 30, 40 years. So keep that in mind with your retirement investment planning. Um, everybody made serious mistakes. Art Laffer, after President Obama got in, said we're going to have hyperinflation. And he was Reagan's uh, chief economic advisor. He was dead wrong. Mm -hmm. And now I was looking at. Yeah, but you know what? When people are wrong on predictions, hardly anybody calls them on. Calls them on. You don't admit your own mistakes. Hardly anybody does that. And no, nobody else remembers four years ago. So it just gets and, said. And, and Thomas Friedman from the New York Times said the Trump presidency is going to be the absolute worst. We're going to lose jobs. Manufacturing is going to be gone. Um, and it's and he was saying get into the service industry because if Trump gets in there, it's going to be terrible. He was dead wrong. Dead on wrong. That. And despite COVID, it's still yes. Uh, are things perfect? Of course not. But given what's happened in this country, Jeff, um, it's remarkable how strong the economy has yes. maintained. The unemployment going down, right? Still, I believe. Yep. Yeah, oh, yes, still is. And, and State, likely next month is going to be terrific when, when the numbers come out. So just to recap this, Paul, um, what do you do? Don't First of all, don't panic. Don't make wild changes one way or the other. Next, check with your advisor. Call us at the Coal Investment Group. That's number two. Number three is actively manage it. If it goes up, rebalance. If it goes down, rebalance. Take control of that. Third, take a look at your risk tolerance. If you're still worried about it, take a little bit off the table. But number that's number four. Number a five. A little bit. A little bit. Number five is don't pull out completely. Keep some at in the markets because it's likely if you look at the long term horizon for your retirement investment, that's a lot of years. If you pull out completely, you're going to miss out. You're likely to miss out on at least some of an upturn. The Kowal Investment Group with offices in Waukesha, Port Washington, Phoenix, Arizona, and their newest address in Racine, right at Highway 20 and the freeway. That was a great segment, kind of recapping the whole election year, what to do. We looked at the policies for each candidate, and then Jeff said, I think you summed it up best. 
don't panic. If you're going to take any, just a little bit off the That's table. That's right. And this podcast but, will be on our website, too. So I, chances are, if you, if you think this has some value to you or some family members, uh, direct them to our website, thekowalway.com. Thekowalway.com is a great website and resource to check out. You can call the Kowal Investment Group at 262-522-4040. The Retirement Clinic, every weekend in WISN and WIBA. We'll be right back with Jeff Kowal. That's right, Jeff just reminded me. They're all over social media. Usually, you know, Aaron Kowal is on or Spitzner, Joe Still, or Marie McFarland. We always talk about Twitter. Uh, besides Jeff's website, thekowalway.com, they are on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Just check their website. You can link up to all of those at thekowalway.com. Jeff, you and your staff, all the names I just mentioned, do the market updates. Now, in these times, these volatile markets, it's just that one minute, but you give us the highlights or sometimes the lowlights of the market that yeah, day. Yeah, I think you, you may have missed uh, uh, John White and may have missed Ray Arndt, but I think you got the rest of oh, them. Oh, yeah, John White, uh, of course. Uh, Ray Arndt. Spitzer, Joe Still. Uh, and Jeff Kowal. And, and Jeff Kowal <laughs> and Aaron Kowal. But listen, uh, Monday through Friday, 3 o'clock news block and 5 o'clock news block on WISN. 4.55 on WIBA and Madison. Again, uh, our whole team gives you an idea. They're great professionals. Uh, and if you, you call us at the Kowal Investment Group, 262-522-4040, or go to thekowalway.com, you'll have an opportunity to meet these great professionals. Uh, go to the website, thekowalway.com. Uh, we'll, within a couple of days, we'll have a rebroadcast of this on there. So if you think it might be of value to somebody else, please do that. Also, if you have $750,000 or more serious about your retirement planning and want to meet with a great advisor at the Kowal Investment Group, uh, schedule an appointment through Heather, thekowalway.com. And we have a guest next week. Looking forward to that show, Jeff. You'll be back in studio for The Retirement Clinic. Thanks for listening, Jeff. Have a good weekend. Thanks. You too, Paul. Stay tuned, WIBA listeners, WISN listeners, top of the hour news, your Fox 6 weekend forecast as well. And we'll be back next week for The Retirement Clinic. Mm-hmm.